stink eye and turn his head, disappointed that Jones would be so hard-headed as not to take a bribe. "'How'd you find me?' Nash asked, his bald pate stark white, face beat red from the sun. "'Eh, doesn't matter much now.' Jones looked at him across the haze of pipe smoke with a wry smile. Jelly Nash was chained to a bunk and couldn't even scratch his ass. "'But you're not going to tell me.' "'Guess not,' Jones said. "'Hey, where'd you get those boots?' "'El Paso?' "'You still got a horse? "'Why don't you get some sleep?' "'Just making some conversation. "'You got a lot of friends in Arkansas.' "'Hey, sorry about that,' Nash said. "'I thought that roadblock was my ticket out.' "'So did I.' probably be some friends waiting on me in Kansas City. I doubt it. You want to put some money down? You want to fill me in? People talk. Jones stood as the train shifted onto another track, and he found purchase on an overhead rail. He emptied his pipe out the open window, feeling the hot summer wind on his face. Without much thought, he fingered the loose bullets in his right pocket keeping the forty-five revolver in a holster under the hot coat, despite the Justice Department's policy about agents not carrying weapons. "'I think a federal cop is a screwy idea,' Nash said. "'Who asked you?' "'What makes you all any different from those goons in Spain or Germany?' "'I'd like to know what makes a con so damn stupid as to return to the prison where he escaped.' If you hadn't busted them boys out of Lansing, you might be sleeping on satin sheets at some hot pillow joint. Well, it wasn't me. Joe Lackey raised his head and knocked up the brim of his fedora from his eyes with two fingers and said, Sure thing, Jelly. Sure thing. Jones looked over at his old buddy Otto Reed and watched him sleep. Sheriff Reed looked ancient, out of step off a horse, out of place with the times. They only brought him along because he'd known Nash on sight. The old man was cut from the same cloth as Jones's mentor, old Rome Shields back in San Angelo, who had taught Jones to fight and shoot after his father's heart had been pierced by an Indian's arrow. Jones clicked open his gold timepiece again, feeling the heft of his holstered gun. Frank Nash watched him, looking like a circus clown with that naked white head and reddened face, smiling at Jones, knowing. Slats of light shuddered his profile as they passed under a wooden bridge and came out again in moonlight. Jones didn't like the look. It was the kind that always made him fold a hand. Harvey Bailey knew the meat was on the level, a little diner right around the corner from Union Station in Kansas City, Vern Miller sending the signal that Jelly Nash needed a friend. And brother... There was a lot you could say about Jelly Nash, but that bald-headed son of a bitch was there for Harvey when Harvey was serving a tent stretch for bank robbery in Lansing, helping bust him out last month with a set of thirty-eights smuggled into boxes of twine. Harvey, Jim Clark, Mad Dog Underhill, and a few more thieving sons of bitches walking out with the warden pretty as you please, Underhill holding him with a garrote like it were a leash. Jelly Nash. That was all Vern Miller had to say. 
and there was Harvey sitting beside a red-headed woman in a red dress at the counter. The woman wanted some eggs and bacon after a little late-night action with Harvey, who'd picked her up at a color joint where they had watched Cab Calloway and his orchestra till three o'clock. When Miller walked in the door, the woman kept studying her nails, not even noting the two men were friends. Of course, she didn't know Harvey was married and had a kid, or even his real name. He had told her that he was a traveling salesman of women's nightgowns, wondering if the action could have been better if she'd known she was with the dean of bank robbers, the gentleman bandit who'd been knocking over jugs for more than ten years. She surely had read about some of his work, two million in cash and stocks from the National Bank and Trust in Lincoln a couple years back, or the U.S. Mint in Denver in 22. She had liked his gray hair, his tailored navy suit and crushed felt.